1: so what are you waiting for download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started thanks for tuning in guys and enjoy the show what's up guys thanks for tuning into this episode of time to bs podcast if you like the show be sure to tune in to our other shows at Unhinged Sports Network, like Air Raid Attack, the J-Morning Show, and much more. That's unhingedsn.com.
2: It's time to BS, a U-Stadium podcast.
1: Hello, individuals of the internet. Welcome. Glad you're able to start your weekend with us here on Time to BS Podcast. Um, I am Dan. John is here, and joining us today, two weeks in a row of the unhinged brethren, joining us here on Time to BS. Kelsey of the High Low Sports Podcast. What's up, dude?
0: How you doing? What's up, man? Doing good. Doing good. Glad to be on. Excited.
1: Yes, you are going to enjoy this, of course. we are free ranged <laughs> great that that sounds terrific. That sounds terrific indeed. So week 13 has just ended. We're recording this on a Wednesday, but uh week 13 ended earlier in this week uh, with the Ravens putting a pounding on the Dallas Cowboys.
2: As expected.
1: Yes, of course. Yeah. John, you're a Giants fan. I have envy for you. <laughs> As I a Seahawk fan.
0: Seahawks. Yes. Yeah, oh. See, I'm a Cowboys fan, so that one I, I knew it was coming. I knew the beatdown was coming, but it still hurts.
2: Yeah. I
0: well, mean it always hurts to see your team beat down.
2: <laughs> does sure it really
1: Does it really, John? Does it really hurt you on the inside or does it Or do you? Yeah, uh, last few
2: years they've
1: been rough. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's that's fair. Uh, I mean, I knew, I didn't think we would lose to the Giants. I thought, okay, if if anything, it'll be close. It'll be a high-scoring game. But no, I realized, okay. Joe Judge knows what he's doing. That's for sure.
2: He was the right hire for that team.
1: How many of us were wrong on that hire? Raise your I hand. <laughs> I thought it was
0: a great. I thought it was a great
1: hire. Special teams coaches no like are straight are sneaky good hires. Yeah, they're yeah, sneaky good.
2: Nothing about them. So then yeah. it either goes really good or really bad.
1: That's why I think the Eric Bieniemy hire could, if he does get hired in this off this upcoming offseason, I don't know if it's gonna work out.
2: He could end up being the next Josh McDaniels.
1: Yeah, honestly,
0: that's not a, that's not a, a, a thing you want.
1: Nope, no. nope. <laughs> that is true. Um, how many of us lost money this week? How many of us lost money this past week? Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah,
0: yeah, I did. But DJ won money. He actually won his parlay. His fourteen. Hey, there we go. But I lost. I lost my twenty bucks.
1: I, <laughs> I bet fifty bucks of the Seahawks.
0: <laughs> yeah. I decided to change my bet. I was I originally had it on the Se- I originally had it on the Giants winning, and I changed it over to the Seahawks. And I should have kept it.
1: Here's I I texted a friend of mine uh before the before that game, and he said, "Bro, the Seahawks are going to throttle the Giants. You have no idea." I told him Pete Carroll is notorious for playing under his comp to his competition, going back to 2010 when he was hired. Seven to nine, back to back seven nine seasons. Even to when Russell Wilson was drafted, they played under their competition. Yeah. So I knew this would—I knew this was potentially
2: coming. Hey Kyle, what's up? So, on paper, it was a trap game.
1: It was a trap game. It was.
2: And on paper, the Giants were playing better and better as the weeks went on. The Seahawks kind of stagnated.
1: Oh, also. Boom! I called Washington beating Pittsburgh last week. I called it. I called oh, yeah. it. Yeah. I hey, you called it. I can roll it. The tape back on. that. I can the roll... NFL Hint
0: show. You guys yeah. can roll the tape back on that. I'm the only only one that picks Washington.
1: <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't trust. We. Uh, I didn't trust the Steelers against Washington because Ron Rivera is a damn good coach. He is. He got How ran good? out of the Panthers. He got ran out of the Panthers because. Let's face it, ownership side with Cam Newton, and they were still wrong. But
0: yeah. I, I, think, I think he does well with with certain things. But when he has a, a veteran quarterback like Alex Smith, it's it's perfect for him. How bad he of like a pick?
1: How bad of a pick does the Dwayne Haskins pick look now? How bad does that really look?
0: Bad. I, honestly, if he, I don't know what's going on with him, man. He he looked, for all intents and purposes, to be pretty decent. But yeah, high-fake quarterback. Okay, <laughs> so. That's Kelsey a good point.
1: that is a good point. Kelsey a little uh, a little, a little uh, note about me I'm a Penn State fan oh, so I, thank you so I <laughs> so I get a, a front row seat to Big Ten football and what I have seen from Ohio State quarterbacks is I cannot trust them I can't yeah. I can't yeah they put up yeah. these insane numbers in college and th- I lose my mind on uh this site we're on U Stadium. And I tell them. I told him I do not trust quarterbacks with high st- with high statistical numbers. I don't. You know why? Ohio State, prime example. Yeah. Prime ex- yeah. Ohio State and Alabama, especially.
0: Oh yeah, I'm, see, i See, I went to school at Auburn, and so you know, I hate I hate Alabama with yeah. a passion.
1: Yes, so, uh, my man.
0: I, they're they're built in game managers over there, which you know the problem with game managers. But. But
1: it's not an NFL quarterback. No. Exactly. No. I mean, Mac Jones might be. I mean, the best quarterback they ever had was A.J. McCarron. Uh,
0: Well, I mean, Bart Starr might have something to say about that.
1: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's a a fair observation to make. But (laughs) Ohio State quarterbacks have been notorious for going to the NFL and then just (laughs) Troy Smith. Great example. Heisman Trophy winner. All trash. Goes to the NFL, garbage. JT Barrett, probably the best quarterback they've ever they've ever had. And he, he just he, he's out of the league. He's out of the league. Yeah. yeah this That's like, not a
2: quarterback school.
1: No, it's not. I mean Penn State, I mean, we haven't had great quarterbacks. I mean Trace McSorley was a Heisman was a Heisman candidate at one year, but I mean, ugh. up until
0: this last weekend, you guys had the last winning quarterback in uh in MetLife Stadium. Yeah. And Matt McGloin.
1: Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Throwback. Matt McGloin, who somehow, somehow got in the NFL, but I don't know. <laughs> he was good at Penn State. That was the thing. He was good at Penn I State.
2: Re- I remember boxing him on Thanksgiving one year for the Raiders. Yeah.
1: That was a bad game. It was a really it was, bad game. I remember that it was really bad. Uh, speaking of Ohio State and the Big Ten, what is going on? I I've been keeping track all day of what's been going on in the Big Ten. Someone, please explain to me why? Why are they letting Ohio State in the in the playoff? Even though, even though their minimum requirement has been six games. They have five. Actually, you know what? I know why. Money. Money. (laughs) Money. No one wants Northwestern in the playoff. It's the same reason why Penn State was robbed when they won the Big Ten Championship and should have been in the playoff. But, (laughs) Yeah. Michigan, the Michigan Lush hurts you. Yeah, Ohio State's a better team. Meanwhile, they get fucking thrashed by Clemson Don't, because they're a one-dimensional hey, team.
2: They deserve they deserved to get thrashed that year. Thank they you. They did not belong in the playoffs. Thank you.
0: But the yeah. committee bends backwards to put them in the playoffs all the time. Yeah. Well, isn't it, is it one of the lead commissioners at Ohio State yeah? Yes. Is it, is he, yes, Yes. Yeah, is. so there you go. That's, that's,
1: that's all you like need to, to
0: know. That's why if like, it's always between another
2: school and Ohio State, they're always going to take Ohio State. It's the, same reason, like a, it's, it's the same
1: reason on. when Alabama won in overtime in that national championship game. Alabama should never have gotten in that playoff. Never.
2: Yeah.
1: Don't yeah. – do, I, I believe uh, it was like 2018 when they played Georgia.
2: Yep. 2017, 2017,
1: yeah. or 2017 season, but it was, was Notre. I think it was Notre Dame, who was five.
0: So, no, it was Clemson.
1: Clemson was one. Georgia was two. Yeah,
0: Clemson was.
2: There was Clemson, Georgia, Oklahoma, Alabama. Yeah.
1: Who was five? Who Ohio was fifth? I
0: think Ohio, Ohio State, State was things. fifth. Yeah, because they jumped Alabama over Ohio State that year.
1: That was fucking yeah, stupid
0: But honestly It was understandable
2: Ohio State did have Two losses Didn't they Yeah, but yeah and st- actually,
1: So did Bama
2: Alabama's only loss Was to Auburn You're welcome that time Oh It's Yeah honestly, Auburn would have made The playoff I think If they took care of business In the SEC championship That year
0: Yeah Yeah they got
2: They got smoked They got smoked
0: yeah. It was ugly It was ugly I, I, I've been wearing a, I've been wearing A Georgia t-shirt Every year For the Auburn Georgia game Since that game because that's the last time that Auburn won was the, the that that season.
1: You lost a bet.
0: I lose it every every year to my cousin. Oh, Georgia broke my heart that year against Oklahoma. <laughs>
1: Oof, I mean,
2: we have. And I was just, I was going to OU at the time, and that was rough.
1: Oh, Mike is John. Mike is still better at Oklahoma after that LSU game. He's still better. Uh, Kelsey, Mike that, of the Aerated Attack podcast. Team.
2: Infuriated,
1: yeah. yeah, Mike, who is As you know, a diehard Oklahoma guy uh, He has a Joe Burrow hate club I believe that is Since the LSU Semi-final game I believe that has been since then But it is some of the funniest things I've ever heard him say It's like, oh, Joe Burrow's not going to be a good quarterback What are you talking about? It's like, Mike, <laughs> you're clearly salty from LSU You clearly yeah, are Yeah,
0: yeah I don't blame yeah. him in the least. That's a that, yeah, no, look, you, horrible you get beat down by Joe Burrow in that fashion. I mean, <laughs> good luck.
1: By the way, the only Ohio State quarterback that has turned out good so far.
0: Oh, he's not an Ohio State quarterback. Yeah, I he was. To acknowledge his, your, his, <laughs> I to acknowledge in your personal record book.
1: <laughs> in in Kelsey's in personal record book.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he he just doesn't exist. Those two years do not exist. He was on IR gray shirted in my opinion he doesn't he doesn't exist in Ohio history
1: (laughs) as an Auburn fan too by the way Bo Nix is going to turn out a
0: great quarterback he if he if he gets an offensive coordinator that can scheme up
1: still look at Daniel Jones look at Daniel Jones his time at Duke great example terrible offenses he's he's all right
0: but he had the best quarterback coach to probably ever coach quarterbacks, really at this point in time.
1: Yeah, it's true.
2: Yeah. You know, he he,
0: he's, he has the benefit of a quarterback coach that's good. Bo Nix doesn't have the benefit of really anything other than being able to run the ball. I mean, yeah. his his offensive line sucks right now, and the passing scheme, if you notice it, it's very very simple. You run a five yard hitch and then a go pattern on the outside, and that's all there is to it. And the go pattern ends up being a ten yard back shoulder throw, anyways. You know who's gonna be himself. a
1: you know who's going to be a good quarterback next year's prospect? Who's that? John, you might know him, Jack Cohen.
2: Yeah,
1: a Wisconsin is boy. He, is he, he the lefty? He no, he's a righty. Oh, okay. The kid, the kid's got a cannon. He's got wheels too. I've, I, uh, I've been on the Jack Cohen top quarterback prospect train for quite some time. Uh, as a fellow Long Island boy, Jack Cohen will be a. Uh, a top quarterback prospect whenever he decides to declare. Because the he's Duke. He's to have to transfer
2: out of Wisconsin. He's,
1: though, oh, yeah. He's going to transfer. Hurt, he's going to transfer. getting
2: Hart and Graham
0: Yeah.
1: That, that's a good point. Yeah,
2: what about uh, transfer out?
0: What about Phoenix Jr. over there at Indiana? You think he's done enough?
1: Yeah. I, I think Sean Clifford, I mean, has a better resume if you look yeah. at statistics. Sean Clifford at Penn State has got a better resume for the 2022 class. Yeah. Clifford, I think, is going to be good uh, wherever he decides. I think he's like a second or third round pick if he decides to declare next year. Um, but going back to Ohio State, um, fucking Big Ten, man. First of all, you, you prematurely cancel the season. And you cancel the best rivalry in no disrespect to the Iron Bowl. Ohio State, Michigan is the best rivalry in college football. Mm. Outs actually mm. second best. Sorry, John, to the Red River rivalry. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh god. <laughs> what? That's a little blasphemous. Hold on now. Red whoa, River whoa, 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 whoa. Is where it's at. Kel- hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: All right, Kelsey, what do you got, man?
0: Okay, so first of all, Ohio State Michigan has been competitive for how many total
1: years? By the way, Jim Harbaugh should be fired.
0: Yeah. So I mean, oh, you it should have been last. Year boom. Or the last time, the last time Ohio State Michigan was good, Bo Shenbeckler, beckler was the coach. So, I mean <laughs> This is we're talking. We're talking twenty years of. We're talking Hockney the
1: nineties. The... <laughs> we're going back yeah, to Charles Munson.
0: Like yeah. Heck yeah. Thirty years now. Of mediocrity in a in a rivalry game—that's ridiculous. It's not. It's not. It's no longer competitive at this point. Yeah. It's Ohio State's to yeah. to win year in and year out. And I'll give Red River Rivalry some credit, but it's been you know it's a good one. recently. recently.
1: Yeah, it's been a really good uh, one. Not
2: really, because Texas, even when Texas has a mediocre team, and Oklahoma has a good team. They come to play. Michigan oh. has, doesn't come to play half the time.
0: You know, you know, I call it Oklahoma, Oklahoma State a rivalry. It's you know what I have uh, not a, rivalry, a, hold
1: a on, rivalry. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys, guys.
0: Just 18 times in 100 years. Guys,
1: exactly. I, I got you. I got one for you. Um, you know what? Two great rivalries for uh, my second favorite college team, the University of Miami. I fucking love these matchups. First of all, Miami FSU; those are great games, except for this, except for this past one, and. Notre Dame and
0: Miami, oh! Convicts versus Catholics.
1: Catholics versus convicts is one of the great college football rivalries
2: ever. Dude, those are dude, those are crazy. games. Those are awesome. At their top,
1: especially the beginning of the turnover chain. Oh my god! Miami was back after that game. Plus, yeah, good quarterback. Right. No, they're they're all right. They're all right. They're all right. They're not. They, I mean. They're not, you know, top five. They're top ten, but they're not top five.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Texas and uh, actually USC and Notre Dame is good. That God. one's not
0: been competitive for.
1: There's not a great. Years, Ohio State and Penn State is still pretty good. They're still pretty good.
0: You know, Michigan. Michigan State is a good one. They're, that's another that's good. One. That's another good one. Uh um. shit. Oklahoma, or Oregon, Oregon State. If the Civil War year in out, that one doesn't matter. Ooh, they records. come to play? Yeah, that one doesn't matter. Records. That's a battle for Nike sponsorship, right there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty
1: <laughs> much. What's another? Yeah. Uh, USC, UCLA. No, nah,
0: not anymore. No, not anymore. Basket, basketball, yeah. 100%. Basketball, absolutely. But like football.
1: football? I mean, and since Pete football,
2: Carroll, both programs are way down.
1: Probably since uh, Mr. Choke Job, Pete Carroll.
0: Yeah. Well, heck, Jim Mora Jr. I think maybe one of his years there they By the way,
1: former Seahawk coach Jim Mora, you piece of shit Jim Mora <laughs> <laughs> oh, One of the worst teams I've ever seen That 5-11 team was I wasn't around for the 2-14 and 14 team where Cortez Kennedy won Defensive Player of the Year But, oh god, that 5-11 team was just bad It was really bad that's after Mike Holmgren too. Yeah. God. Yep. Yeah. That
2: I was an mean, image. That's like one of the most forgettable Seahawk teams there probably is. Well they didn't do anything right. I mean Uh the the O eight team was still that whole division
1: was pretty bad in two thousand and eight. That's true. That whole division well, yeah, was pretty that,
0: bad. Wasn't that uh Arizona yeah. getting the playoffs? Arizona
1: won year? the division that year and then went to the Super Bowl. And didn't that won- eight
0: and eight? Yeah, okay. Eight, no, they
1: eight, went 9-7. and seven. They went 9-7 and seven oh. that year and went to the Super Bowl.
0: Uh, after That's right, because the, the San Antonio Holmes toe tap. One
1: of the great Cinderella stories I've ever seen. That's never going to happen again. The next time that happens will probably be... You know what? I'm calling... What What happens if the Giants go 9-7, and seven, somehow win the NFC East, which could happen, um, I mean, depending on what we got for the picks that we got here. So, I mean, we got some decent games. I mean, They're Washington. 9-7. Washington they, they better? They're going to go nine and seven somehow. Beat the Rams and or us in the playoffs. They're going to win. They're going to get to the NFC Championship game in New Orleans. They're going to somehow beat the Saints and Taysom Hill, and then, or Tom Brady. That would be
0: fitting. Ugh. I'm uh, fitting. I don't I'm, think there's anybody beating Tom Brady this year in the playoffs.
1: You know why? Because he ain't making it!
0: I was about to say, hey! <laughs> I Everybody's making the playoffs. They might even have eight teams this year. This is ridiculous. That'd
1: be fun, though. That'd be fun. Yeah. A 16-team playoff in the NFL? That'd be great. That'd be awesome.
0: I'd, I'd lose my mind. I'd be, be all for it. Playoffs. I would be all for it, my man. I'd be all
1: <laughs> fucking for it. <laughs> We got some hockey news also. Speaking of great divisions, we got some hockey news. Kelsey, are you a fan of hockey?
0: Uh, I, can, I watch it. I'm a Sharks fan.
1: You're a Sharks fan? Yep. Nice. Like the tattoo? <laughs> Wait,
0: what's that? I can't see
1: Oh, it. for stupid, stupid Skype. I hate it. Hold on. Hold on. Choose background effect. Off. Thank you. Shark tattoo. Oh,
0: that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah,
1: man. Yeah, man. But I'm a, uh, a sad, suffering Islander fan. I'm sorry. No, you not. guys still have one of
0: the best stories in the history of. Oh my NAL. god! So well, Five, before...
1: 19 consecutive playoff series in a row in the '80s, but they went from
2: <laughs> that...
1: shit. They went from shit with Doug Waite and Jack Capuano to oh, Barry Trotz comes by here, win us some games, and conference champion, conference, conference final appearance in two years. It's awesome i yeah. i almost got yeah. their logo as my as my next tattoo but i'm getting out something else different in, in a few days
2: they finally hired a real coach and look look what happened yes yes yeah because they were the hockey Knicks for a bit
1: for a long time since 80, for a team from new york since 87 wow okay yeah i mean you're not wrong <laughs> you're not entirely wrong yeah because
2: you got the islanders
1: I mean, the Rangers are up and coming. The Rangers have been good for a while.
2: Yeah, the Rangers are have done a good job. On the Rangers have been to two
1: finals since '94.
2: I was saying this
0: rebuilds that they're doing now.
1: Fastest rebuild I've ever seen.
0: On. You mean the the constant year after year rebuild? Is that what that that the rebuild you're talking about?
1: No, that's the Browns
2: <laughs>
0: and the so Jets. The Rangers so the Razors actually like did
2: the rebuild. They went into it with a calculated plan, and they just kind of took their time to carry it out, and it went good.
1: And John yeah. Davidson being a great hire. A great hire.
2: Great hockey mind.
1: Oh, beautiful mind, indeed.
2: Yeah.
1: But that's not where we're talking about hockey. We have potentially a season start date. Yeah. Potentially. 56 ge- games. Uh, 56 to 60 games. Potentially January fifteenth or the thirteenth of this coming year, twenty twenty one, which is awesome. Speaking of, we are doing an NHL preview special uh, in the, hopefully in the next couple weeks before Christmas comes arrive. Um, we'll get Cam the Isles girl coming on. The Ultimate predator is gonna make his return potentially. This is not confirmed yet, but you know we're we're doing an NHL preview again. Um. Oh, feels great to get hockey. I mean, fuck the NBA.
0: <laughs> see, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bigger basketball no, fan than any job. Sorry, fan.
1: you do you do see how, like you have that basketball, you know, mind aura. You, and that aura too. Yes, <laughs> that aura too.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I play. I, I, that was that was uh, that was my other little backup sport behind football and baseball. So that was my. My tertiary sport, if you will.
1: There you go. What fan are you of the NBA? I forgot.
0: Uh, Sacramento, talk. Sacramento Kings. My condolences. Oh, we are all. So you know, you guys have your Islanders <laughs> to worry about. And we have the Knicks. We have yeah, the Knicks. At least
1: I'm not a Nick fan. I am so, a yeah. Nick fan. I, I root for the Heat, but I'm also, but I'm, by I'm, I'm a Nick fan by choice. Now you
2: see, I'm a Thunder fan because that's how I started watching the NBA, so I'm sticking
0: with that.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm
0: going for another Knicks. Yeah. No how bad it gets. Yeah. I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to be a Knicks fan. Thanks. Look, hey, there's history, but I. No,
1: there's history, but it's Thomas. like it's <laughs> not good.
0: Yeah, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, it's
1: Phil Jackson.
0: I'll stick with my years of being destroyed by Kobe and the rest of the Lakers and, and everybody in the, the West. Guy. Hey, the Knicks got destroyed by
1: Phil Jackson, too. Twice. <laughs> <That's> Twice. <true. laughs> Twice. Yeah. I mean, uh, you have Vlad. You had Vladi Diva. Thank God he's out.
0: Oh yes. Oh.
1: Oh, I was rooting for the. I like, if the Kings don't do something, relocate them to Seattle. Rebirth the Sonics.
0: I may or may not have bought some Sonic's gear when there was first talks of uh, them moving to Se- moving to Seattle because I was just like, all right, you know what? I'm
1: That's realistically the most logical option for the Kings to do. No one's going to go to Sacramento anymore.
0: I don't know, man. They're rebuilding that town.
1: I mean, it's a shithole. Let's be honest here. Most of California is a shithole.
2: If they have like a good, roster, am
1: I wrong?
0: They'll still be able to sign oh. players. You're pretty spot
1: on Say what you want about Los Angeles Los Angeles is a shithole
0: Oh yeah Los Angeles
1: is a shithole shithole. Don't get me started on San Francisco Oh man What are you talking about? San Francisco's
0: nice When you're out of the city I mean I'm a Hawks fan so Niners When
1: you're in in San Jose I mean San Jose's not terrible Oh yeah true Uh, San Diego's the nicest city Let's be clear here Yeah, San Diego's pretty nice
0: Uh, Up north, northern California is not bad. Um, Near Redding and all that—that's you know—it's mountainous and almost. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Oh God, get get that guy out of here,
1: please. (laughs) Should have beaten him last year, but no, no, we have no defense. Nah, I'm Pete Carroll. I'm a defensive-minded head coach. I can't coach a defense to save my fucking life. (laughs) Man, I'm Pete Carroll. I have handcuffs over Russell Wilson like a BDSM freak. You, you lost to Colt McCoy. We lost to Colt McCoy. How do you do that? How I do mean, you do that?
0: You can ask the 39 teams he beat in college.
1: Oh, you can also ask Bill Belichick. You can ask Bill Belichick in
0: 2009.
1: Yeah, yeah. Boom! Football history.
0: Was that He was with the Browns then,
1: wasn't he? He was with the Browns. That was one of the yeah. weirdest games I've ever seen. Peyton Hillis went
0: off that game. Ah, oh, the Peyton Hillis year. Ah, uh, the was... Peyton
1: Hillis fullbacks oh. bringing glory to the NFL. <laughs> it soothes my innards.
0: What, so bring... I have a question for you guys. What about NHL, that realignment? How do you feel about the uh, the possible realignment for 21?
1: Eh, I mean, it's, we get hockey, so that's all that matters to me. <laughs> We get yeah, hockey. Yeah, like it's something. We get hockey. We're doing things. I mean, the Sabres in the in the Metro Division will be nice. But that,
2: Taylor Hall there now.
1: Taylor Hall is a Buffalo Sabre for 1 year at like 9 million I think. That's a yeah. lot of
0: money though. Yeah, that
2: Hall
1: and, and 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 Skinner too. Don't forget Jeff Skinner. Yeah. Jeff <laughs> Skinner had 140 goal seasons. Boom, gets 9
0: million a year. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Boom, right out of the gate
0: hey, it's, it's what happens when you get all that TV money coming in you're like, oh, I'll overpay for this guy Here
1: you go I mean, that's the Sabres, so I don't know about that one
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> that's just how they kind of operate
1: It's true and, uh, Yeah, I mean The Islanders kind of have a TV deal But we're we're renting it from the Rangers
0: No, I mean The whole league got the TV The new uh, ESPN TV deal They all get trickled down from that
1: yeah, you can thank Uncle that's Lou Limerillo for that. Yeah. <laughs> Old man Lou. You can thank him for that. Oh, I can't wait for U- for UBS Arena to be built, finally. Oh, that's I the new Islanders gl- home.
2: I'm just glad you're keeping them on the island.
1: Honestly. Honestly. They never
2: belonged in Brooklyn. Thank you. When I heard about that, I began thinking, I'm like, that's like already Razor territory. Like any hockey fans? Or are you gonna be Rangers fans, so you're just gonna be asking the core of the Islanders fan base to go all the way to okay. Brooklyn. Okay. All right. So let
1: me give you all. So let me give you all who's listening a little hockey history about the Islanders going to Brooklyn. That wasn't really their... That was like Plan C. If you want to go Plan A, B, and then C, that was Plan C to go to Brooklyn and rent Barclays Center for a little bit. Uh, plan A was to build a new arena in Belmont, which. For those of you who do not know, Charles Wong, the late Charles Wong, who was the previous owner of the Islanders before Ledecky and, uh, John Ledecky and Scott Malkin came along, uh, had a project called the Lighthouse Project, which was this new arena yeah. in, in, which was going to be built over Nassau Col- Coliseum or in Belmont. The plan was Belmont. That was, that was the motherlode. And that, unfortunately, did not happen because politics and don't get me started on politics thank you Uh, and
0: that's over my head (laughs) stuff
1: hey and when Charles Wong uh, sold his majority status to John Ledeck and Scott Malkin the lighthouse project turned into Belmont and then if you uh, UBS Arena which is the new home of the New York Islanders is being built in Belmont Park just outside of Queens and Nassau County Yep. Um And which is where they belong. Brooklyn should never have happened. Say what yeah. you want, but Brooklyn. I I love they want to. They won their first playoff series in 23 years there in Brooklyn. I will never forget that day. It's, not,
2: it's just not the Islanders. It, it wasn't was the Islanders.
1: Islanders. I've been to Barclays Center twice, and what pisses me off, and it's a running joke that I have with a few friends of mine. The jumbotron mm-hmm. is not centered.
2: Yeah, 'Cause the place yeah. was built for
1: basketball. The Jumbotron is not centered on the ice. And I saw it, I was like, I I sent the picture of that to my dad. I was like, as an architect, you better lose your mind over this.
2: Because this is yeah. pissing
1: me off. My OCD is kicking in. Um,
2: the Barclays Center was the built to have perfect sight lines, right? For yeah. basketball. So all the seats were very steep, moved in. It was a it's a, a basketball right? that's all it was. Brooklyn's yes.
1: a ba- Brooklyn is a basketball town.
2: Like, a lot of the seats for
1: Islander games were
2: obstructed shit. in some sort
1: of way. Oh, they were so uh, shit.
2: Uh, so okay. shit. I saw Rangers Islanders there once, and I decided never to see a hockey game there again.
0: So, so I'm sitting here thinking about TD Americhe and how they use it, you know, back in the day for Boston Gardens, for both Boston teams, for both Celtics and the Bruins. And was, they never had a problem with the thing not being dead center.
2: Yeah, because it's Boston you know, It was built closed in But it wasn't built yeah. specified for one sport Barclays was... Center was literally built For one sport
0: yeah. I think how much money they spent They could just move it over like 30 feet
2: That would not fix the <laughs> It all would not that. fix it There was no fixing that That was unacceptable to have a professional Hockey team playing in that arena And a shithole <laughs> Let's
1: face it, Brooklyn is a shithole
2: Oh, I don't get me started
1: the back. Oh, that. that's right, John. I was
2: there yesterday.
1: I was. I'm going there tomorrow. Oh, I
2: would. Don't. Get, yeah, I'll tell you after the podcast. Yeah, tell me later. after the show.
1: Tell me after the show. <laughs> tell me after the show. Oh boy, I, I've been, but to this day the my favorite Islander game. I, I I've been to a couple Islander Ranger games in the past. Um, I've been to some really good Islander games. Uh, but my favorite one, uh, to this day, at the loudest I've ever heard a sports game, on TV or in person. jake John Tavares' return, February twenty eighth, two thousand eighteen. I will never forget that until the day I die. That was the loudest I've ever heard any sports arena. Even the even the the replacement refs game with the Ravens and Patriots in two thousand twelve. The 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 loud bullshit chant that you heard all throughout <laughs> M&T Bank Stadium that does, that does not beat JT's return. Fight me, fight me, John. <laughs> fight me.
2: JT uh, JT's return. John kind of living in Oklahoma at the time, so I didn't even like get to watch it really.
1: Bro, I will send you. I will send you in the group chat the. Yeah. That entire game. I have a game. great
2: memory of Nassau Coliseum. I went to the um that Penguin Islander game when we were kids when they were all fighting each other. Oh, you went to Fight Night? You went to Fight yeah, Night two thousand nine? My dad, no, like my dad's a big Ranger guy, but he knew that game was gonna be a fight. Oh, I mean, on, that, that picked up from school I like get so
1: excited game. when the Penguins come to town. I love it get that had to... game
2: was a classic.
1: Michael Healy, I remember that. Michael Healy at the time, was he was the biggest intimidator in the National Hockey League. So they and
2: called him up just for that game.
1: He was such the biggest pain in the ass, too. I <laughs> loved him for that, for that singular <laughs> game. I think yeah. there was like a combined 36 penalty minutes in that one game. I think that is still an NHL record. I'm not. No,
2: I like, think like, I think it was way more than that. I think that was like maybe one fight got 36 penalty minutes. I
1: think that entire fight lasted for 30 plus minutes, and it, yeah. I think that is still an NHL record of the longest. Yeah, fight. That,
2: you know, like that game was like. I just remember, like you could tell, like what it was going to be. Like the Islanders and Penguins both, like called guys up the minor league stuff to be fighting that night. Yep. I mean, Debbie Nolan was a weird coach anyway. Blood that year.
1: I mean, Teddy Nolan was was a weird coach anywhere for
2: that team, but eh, it was such a good game.
0: It yeah, was like a, good a lot
2: game. of bad blood because they were getting revenge for the DPA throw
0: knockout.
2: <laughs> Which one? That's the question here.
0: On <laughs> um, The Brett Johnson. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I know. <laughs> See, it's, it's funny because I actually grew up in Utah watching the Grizzlies, the AHL, IHL team. Yeah. That was the minor league team for the Islanders in the 90s yeah so i i remember them randomly calling up a couple of enforcers here and there and then immediately like they'd, they'd miss a game and they come right back down for the next home stand and they're just like what the heck
1: that was the word weir- <laughs> that was the weirdest part of the islanders uh islanders prospect pool they always had enforcers at the time when capuano ted no one, you know pierre laviolette were the coaches they always had enforcers like why yeah. They don't have yeah, any goal scores.
2: Time, I think management, be it um, Mike Milbury or Garth Snow, they oh, were trying God. to run it like it was like a team from the '70s or '80s. Well, let's
1: understand really here. Hard. Mike Milbury lasted for I think for, for like five, six years as general manager. Garth Snow's incompetence lasted for thirteen damn years. <laughs> they should have fired him after two. They should have fired him like after s- six months.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh God! They signed Rick terrible. D. Rick show thirteen years, thirty-seven million dollars, and they're still paying it off.
2: Don't forget about that—the election Yashin buyout. Oh my god! Oh.
1: oh, not as bad as the John Spano saga. Not as bad. As oh that.
2: god! They made a whole thirty
1: for thirty on that. Kelsey, do you remember that? The John Spanos, John Sp- the, uh, the John Spanos owner?
0: saga for the Islanders in the late nineties. The, the attempted owner. Oh it, yeah, yeah, the guy who forged his way to. They made know, a whole the team or ESPN the team.
1: made a whole thirty for thirty documentary. I think it's the only hockey doc thirty for thirty they've ever made, and it is glorious.
0: Yeah, I mean, for for somebody anybody who's not the great one, I mean, that it seems like it's the only other one. Well,
1: yeah, that's well, yeah, it's true, but yeah. but but still. John Spano, yeah. at the time, uh, was an attempt, well, like, quote-unquote owner of the Islanders in like, for six months, it felt yeah. like. And he committed, I think it was like 26 counts of fraud to buy the team. <laughs> it was some peak Islanders fandom.
0: Uh, and look, you got to give a guy respect, though. Where it's no, give him some credit. He, I don't know how he managed to get it that far. Like, how do you own a team for six months and commit twenty six forgeries on the way there, and you didn't get found out? You know, it's you know you that couldn't pay somebody.
1: You know that line from SpongeBob where Plankton's like, "I don't know. I think I, I didn't think I'd get this far." Yeah. So, Hang John, on. what are you, what are you doing you... now after owning the team? Fuck, I don't know. Smoking cigars. No, like, and...
2: Making very bold promises too. Yeah. Which like then? he was telling fans he was gonna like sign Mark Messier to like a Oh office. sure, like that happen. And the Islanders at the time had like one of the worst rosters in the NHL. You and know what's the funny part? Promises. You know what's the funny part about that? Mark
1: Messier went to an equally incompetent franchise in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they still hate him. <laughs>
0: did he also promised Islander fans like a brand new state of the art stadium?
1: Yeah, he promised a lot yeah, of things.
0: He promised everything. I think he promised Mark Messier
1: and Joe Sackick. So uh, that's I, I I I hate to say this, John. As a Met fan yourself, I, I'm a Yankee fan, but I will say this. Steve Cohen promising these things does not give me a warm and fuzzy feeling. <laughs> it
2: reminds you of John Fan I
1: know. And yeah, Kyle's gonna be. La- Steve
2: Cohen, we know he actually had money. Yes,
1: yeah, that's the thing. And Steve Cohen has money. <laughs> yeah, John
2: Spano. We, John Spano, we, Spano had nobody like nobody f- knew who he was.
1: John Spano had like fifty bucks in a bag of potato chips to so his name.
2: <laughs> yeah, and he was about to sign Mark Messier and
1: Joe Sakic. Oh God, Joe Sakic, two-time hard Trophy winner, and Mark yeah. Messier, one of the greatest players ever. Of all
0: time. Yeah, uh, that was the uh, uh, ends he ended up in Colorado, isn't it?
1: Sakic. Sakic was the was the captain of the Colorado Avalanche for like twenty years.
2: Yeah. And um man, I thought he was gonna sign him away from a contended Colorado team to um, play for the roster. By the
1: way, right. by the way, three times Stanley Cup champion Joe Sakic.
0: Yeah, you give the the respect.
1: And five times Stanley Cup champion, Marcus. Six times wait, five times? Six
2: time. Six times? Yeah. Um how many times did Edmonton end up with five? He won five 85. with the Oilers. 87, 88, 90. And, no, there
1: was 84, I think. 84, 85, 85
2: and 87. Eighty-seven, eighty-eight.
1: 87, 88, I think. 90, there. he won
2: five with 90. the Oilers. Five with the Oilers. The
1: and the one with the Rangers in 94. By the way, best team best team, New York, best New York team that the city has ever had. The 94 Rangers. Right there, the 94 Rangers. That's... I mean, say what you want about the Yankees and, and the dynasty years. No one's touching that ninety-four cup. No uh,
2: man, one. You could put like any of like the cup winners since then against that team. I don't think they'd win. I that mean, team was deep. Uh,
0: just I mean, mm-mm, mm-mm,
1: that's tough. Think.
0: Yeah, I think you might better. have better individual players on some of the more recent teams, but I don't think no. you have, I think you first have a of all, okay. Thing. First
1: of all, here's the Islander boy. I think I'll, depth is a
0: good good, 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 no, good point
1: there. Depth on the on that team, they were so deep on that Rangers team in '94. The problem yeah, is, so tw- 15 years earlier, who won? Who started a four consecutive cup run? I mean, There's I'm. Islander. I mean, I'm sorry. As as much as I want, I mean they.
2: I said since then, because I Okay, think then, okay. I was going to yeah. say,
1: if, uh, I, would, I was going to start to punch your Ranger ass in the face. <laughs> if you would say that 94 team would have beaten any of the 80s
2: Islanders. I think those would have been crazy games. Those would honest, be awesome.
1: Those would have been
0: like great. You, you want to see Fight Night Part 2, 3, 4, 5? That, hey, I mean,
1: there we go. Yeah. There we go. All right, before we like end the show...
2: play a series every time, and it would be a different outcome. Oh boy! All
1: right. So before we end the show uh, for today, uh, it is Friday, so week fourteen is upon us, lads. Week fourteen of the NFL season. So we got five games to pick here, uh, here on time, DBS. So who's ready to make some picks?
0: Who's ready to I'll lose? Always. Who's ready to I'll- lose some money? I'm
1: ready to lose yeah. some money. That's for
2: sure. Woo! <laughs>
0: that's all I've been doing this year. Look, if I tell if We're I tell you I'm gonna lose it, it, means I'm
1: it means I'm going to win something. Hey, confidence, confidence. All right, so I got five games to pick here, um, and I got the and I got the uh, the betting line uh, next to each of those games. So we'll start here: Texans at Chicago. Uh, the Texans are four and eight, and the Bears are five and seven. Houston is a one-point favorite
2: in Chicago.
1: John, go first.
2: Yeah, I would say Houston. I would say Houston, and the spread is probably a little, should be like slightly higher, but maybe like only like Houston by a field goal. Because Houston's been playing better than they were at the beginning of the season because they fired Bill O'Brien,
1: former Penn State coach Bill O'Brien
2: moronic gm bill o'brien should water be, White, bill o'brien
1: let's get it right should never have happened
2: <laughs> should never
1: have happened kelsey what do you got man
0: yeah. uh give me the texans on that one that's i mean look they've i, I don't trust chicago offensively period Not at all and their defense right now is what is happening with the what was the best defense on paper yeah so give me the texans right now are just outstanding and deshaun you can't bet against deshaun right now
1: give me the texans no. i'll take the texans even in Chicago, I'll take the Texans. I, I don't know what's going on with Chicago, man. I don't know what's going on with the Bears. I mean, oh, they're, they,
2: um, they're still recovering from the missed
1: They went from my pick to represent the to be in the NFC Championship game to five and seven. What happened? Yeah, man? yeah. I went, I had them going to the NFC title game in Seattle.
0: I predicted them not being great this year, but I honestly didn't think it was going to be this ugly. They, like yeah.
1: for them to have started out so
0: well, this you is have just, to start the, over the wheels fell.
2: You gotta start over. Out. Yeah, after they started off well, I thought, oh, maybe they'll be back to how they were in 2018. But then it just turned ugly. And really then you watch the games,
1: and then you watch the actual games, and, dear and it God, looked
2: ugly. Yeah, it was oh,
1: bad. God, it was awful. really bad. All right, terrible. Next one. We got a good one in Vegas. Colts, eight, who are 8-4, and four, go on the road in Sin City to take on the Raiders, who are 7-5, and five, who are also a three-point underdog against the Colts. Raiders, plus three. Who do you got, guys?
2: Raiders. And, I'll, and there's only one reason for that. I'll never bet on Phillip Rivers ever again. Yeah! <laughs> I've lost money week one
1: because that man lost the Jacksonville. Don't bet on Philip Rivers and his twenty kids.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I bet on him to increase population, but that's about it. Hey um, <laughs> if, uh, if, if I can like, if I can pull Philip Rivers out of this, this this equation, it's an easy Colts pick for me, but it's so hard with Philip being in there. But I'm still gonna do it. I'm gonna go Colts. I think I think they have it.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go, I might. I'm just. I'm hesitant between the Raiders and the Colts. Um, the Raiders can somehow pull a great win out of their ass every now and then. I think this is the time. I'm gonna go with the Raiders, especially at home. Yeah, but
0: they don't get two. They don't get two good wins back to back in John Gruden's history. All right. <laughs> that's my. That's my counter to that. Yeah, that's that's true.
1: All right. That's true. The 0 12 Jets go on the road in Seattle. The Seahawks are 13 and a half point favorites and that should be lower. Because why? <laughs> Adam Gase is they gonna pull forty point. on this team. Sam Darnold's gonna throw six touchdowns against the Seahawks, and they'll still lose. <laughs> yeah, they'll beat the spread. I'm gonna call this the Dan Game, because it's my two teams playing against each other.
2: They'll beat the, the Jets. Will beat the spread, but they'll still lose. Oh, they're
1: gonna and beat the spread. And still there, yeah. lose, yeah. they you know, still find
0: it, Some new way to lose. Unless this gets above like seventeen in the next two days, I doubt it will. I, I think the Seahawks can easily cover it. I think. I think they can. Look, I. Russell Wilson through all his problems this season, he does not ever have two bad games in a row. Nope. So. Nope. No, I, oh, no. I don't think that's why
2: they're gonna really cover. I think they're going to beat the spread because of the defense, not because of Russell Wilson.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I, you know, I, I think Jamal Adams. This is this is Jamal Adams. Uh, you know, this is his game. So this is a. Uh, uh, what's the see, only? I think, t- I think he I think he shows on something.
1: Uh, uh, what's the only other time in NFL history that a safety has led their team in sacks? Because Jamal Adams is and seven Paul? and a half.
0: I think Paul Malo for the Steelers. I think Paul Mar-
1: had to be Troy. It's gotta be Troy. it
0: It'd either be him or Ronnie Lott? Uh yeah, or Night Train Lane. Oh, that's
1: a good reference. Not not a lot maybe. of people are gonna get that reference of Night Train Lane.
0: Maybe. Hall of yeah, Fame. That's a maybe on Night Train. I don't even think. He, he was a corner, really that was the worst part.
1: Alright. We got another one. We got a decent one in Miami. Uh Chiefs at Dolphins. The Chiefs are eleven and one, and the Dolphins are eight and four. And the Dolphins are seven point underdogs to the Chiefs. Trap game.
0: Yep, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And that head coach for the Dolphins, Brian Flores, is oh man, coaching out of his mind yes. right now. Yes, he's coaching out of his mind. But give me the Dolphins to cover the spread. I think yeah. they
2: might. Even yeah. Yeah, I agree. Give I me the Dolphins cover, possibly win. Give me the Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins. I'll take
0: the Dolphins.
1: Kyle and Mikey are not going to be happy about that as both Bills fans, but they're not going to – but who knows. The church of Josh Allen is still strong with us.
0: Look, I predicted it before the season. I think Brian Flores is his coach of the year. He's got I him. mean, he what he's be. doing I – think, I think he waited a little bit long to get too into, involved, but honestly, I couldn't blame him. Fitzpatrick was playing out of his on. mind early was honest. on.
1: Fitzpatrick will will throw a random good season out of his ass every now and then.
0: He's good for yeah. four games. Ask the four Jets. Five five for, games, and then ask the, the and J- four
1: ask Jets games. about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Have, if the Jets survive Chap
1: Pennington, they can survive anything at this point. I exactly. mean, they survive <laughs> Vinny Testaverde, so. <laughs> By the way, Long Island's own Vinny Testaverde.
0: Vinny Testaverde, young Vinny, was great. Vinny young Vinny Testaverde, was awesome. The that he couldn't throw the chat. ball. Well, yeah. he
1: did enough. He 2005, Martin enough. Yeah, 2005, like 2003 vintage testimony. was just like, how are you in the league? Kersh Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Here, hang up to curse Martin every, every play. Go.
0: Sling your shoulder for a 10-yard pass. Uh, and then
2: had a dead arm? Yeah. I
1: mean, Joe Flacco was there. I mean, there's also Joe Flacco. Yeah. And Ken O'Brien was pretty bad, too. But Ken mm-hmm. O'Brien was the biggest thorn on my side I've ever seen. He could he could throw like six interceptions one week and then six touchdowns the next.
0: Didn't he only last
1: half a season? No, he had a he, he and Dan Moreno had some great matchups. Did he really? For some reason, I don't remember no. him beyond one season. Look up look, Ken O'Brien. I think Ken O'Brien and Dan Moreno in the 80s with Moreno's oh, heyday. Okay. That's, oh, my oh my God. Oh my God. They were so good. Like yeah, it was... That 80's best team was quality. Oh god, they were great. All right, we got a heavyweight fight. We got a nice heavyweight fight in the AFC, lads. The eleven and one Steelers go to Buffalo to take on the nine and three Bills, and the Bills are two and a half point favorites in <sighs> Buffalo on Sunday night. <laughs>
0: I have a rule about not picking the Steelers in anything. Uh, I just I, I, I refuse to do it. Thank this you. is tough. This is this is tough not to pick them right now.
1: This is good. This is a good one. This is really good.
2: Ooh man! This is
1: the best team the Steelers have played
2: against. Yeah, I'm giving this some thought. Honestly, I'm leaning Buffalo a little bit right now. Give me the pills. So awesome. I the Steelers just came off a loss, so it's hard to say.
0: So two and a half is is the Steelers your favorite two and a half? The the Bills are favorite two and a half. Bills are favorite two and a half. Ooh. Yeah, okay, give me the Bills. Give me the Bills a field goal. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know what
2: I'll do? I'm gonna be shocked to see that line move towards even money like as we get yeah. closer.
1: You know what I'm gonna yeah. do? I'm gonna do I'm gonna make the Church of Josh Allen proud. Give me Josh Allen four touchdown passes, one rushing, four hundred yards passing over the Steelers. Give me the Bills. <laughs> I'm going to build in a dogfight.
0: Oh. Yeah, this is going to be close. I think this one we actually see Devin Singletary show up. Oh. Him and uh, Zach Moss. I think that this is the perfect game for them. Where is it? The Steelers. I'm going
1: to find it.
0: Where is it? Stillers against the Rush, as the Washington football team just showed out. They, uh, yeah, they stuck against the Rush.
1: There it is. I got it. The church of Josh Allen is proud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, get out of there.
0: <laughs> uh, don't, don't touch that for too long. You might you might lose some credit with your fans. Yeah,
1: I got a jersey for every team. I don't give a shit. I got, I got Donovan we're going have on Washington, so it's pretty bad.
0: <laughs> okay, that's I'll give you credit for that one. That's a throwback.
1: Yeah. That's
0: a- yeah. That's that's a, you forgot this guy played on this team. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People will look at us like, Dwayne Haskins? Like, I turn to them with the John Travolta meme. Just turn. And you're like, what are you talking about? Like, are you seriously not blind to not see the name on the back of the jersey? People forget that. David McNabb played on Washington for like two years. Yeah, because yeah, it cause... was like
2: a very forgettable, like, you know. This is Washington.
0: Oh, it was. Uh, it was post-Rex Grossman. Yeah, it was
1: like oh god, Rex Grossman had the most infuriating career.
0: Wasn't he was like right after Rex Grossman, right? Rex Gross, no, Rex Grossman no,
1: was and... was there in 2011, and McNabb got benched in 2011 for, for Rex, Grossman. Rex Grossman. That's that was was right. is hysterical to think about now.
0: It's it's you know what's crazy to think though is between Chicago and Washington, how many quarterbacks they've shared. In that little era, they, they shared Jason Campbell, they shared uh, Rex Grossman, Colt McCoy, they've shared. You name it, they've, they've shared some quarterbacks back Denver. Oh.
2: Both teams had some like instability. Yeah.
1: I mean, they still do, so.
2: It's the instability rotation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the instable bridge. It's the, bridge.
2: Yeah. It's the it's how are these teams
0: still, still popular?
1: Yeah. I mean, to it's be fair, we, market. I mean. Seattle did have Tavares Jackson as a week one in 2011. So,
0: man. Hey, Jackson, that kid could sling it when he wanted to.
1: Tavares, no, he didn't. He could not.
0: He could sling it 20 yards. He not could. much further.
2: I mean, <laughs> he also. Seattle got bailed out by Russ. Because otherwise, they were about to have Matt Flynn. Yeah.
1: So they went from Matt Hasselbeck, at the time, the best quarterback they've ever had. I mean, Dave Craig was still really good too in the '80s, in the '80s and '90s too. And then, you know, Jim Zorn was still really good too. He was before Steve Young. Jim Zorn was the best left-handed quarterback at that time. Yeah. Um, I mean, God, Charlie Whitehurst was there in 2011. <laughs> yeah, I Clint remember. Port Jesus. Uh, Tavares Jackson. And it was just hand off to Marshall Lynch, here, defense bail us out. And whenever yeah. I think of Pete Carroll's people yeah. saying Pete Carroll's a good coach, I show them the 2011 Seahawks. I yeah. just show them that team. I was like, you see, this is what he's doing to Russell Wilson
2: every goddamn year. This is why. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, like said, so lucky it wasn't Matt Flynn that you got. Russ. Oh my
1: God, Matt Flynn was signed to a four-year, fifty-something million-dollar contract based
2: on one game. One game.
1: Yeah. One
2: game made got him a
0: fifty-seven million. Brock
1: contract. Osweiler got a larger deal than that for six games. <laughs> well,
0: okay. Brock Osweiler also led that team to the playoffs. I think no, he doesn't.
1: No, the defense did.
0: Fair enough. The defense is a top. He gets credit. He gets the win loss credit. The defense. Kelsey,
1: that Bronco defense in 2015 was the fifth greatest defense I've ever seen.
0: Oh, I'm not. Hey, look, that defense was that defense was legendary. This is the problem with the NFL: is they give the credit for wins losses to quarterbacks, not to the actual quality players on the team.
1: Which is why you can argue the Seahawks 2013 uh, from 2012 to 2014 that. Those three years, were defense. Was defense, not Russell Wilson.
2: It was was defense and running game.
1: And but that's not the point. When I think of you know all time greatest defenses ever for over three years, to me the Seahawks are second, only to the Steelers of the seventies. In a passing league, in a passing league.
0: I'll take I'll take the monsters of Midway. Before, for I'll one year, Boom, and I'll take I'll take the uh, the purple no, people. No, 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 no. In, in terms in terms 2, of all
1: time greatest defenses, I have Chicago in eighty five, the Steers in the seventies, the Seahawks, Tampa Bay. Actually, no, the Ravens in two thousand, Denver in twenty fifteen, the two thousand two Bucks. Purple people leaders are in there. Lombardi's Packers are in there. Are definitely in there somewhere. Um. Uh, who else is in there? Doomsday, the Doomsday defense of the Cowboys, and I think you have got to argue the '86 Giants or You're the '90 or the '90 Giants. One of Parcells' defenses were really What about good.
0: the '95 through 01 Raiders defense?
1: Ooh, you know, speaking of the Raiders, Jack Tatum should be in the Hall of Fame. The assassin. Yeah, should definitely should be in the Hall of Fame. Before Cam Chancellor, no no safety was more feared than Jack Tatum. I mean, Steve Atwater maybe, but like.
0: Well, I mean, I can name a few since before Cam Chancellor too. Uh, John Lynch. Nobody wanted to come near John Lynch.
1: And, uh, hall, by the way another that. hall of famer should be in the hall of fame all right we're getting off track here thank you guys for joining <laughs> us for this episode of time to bs podcast if you like our stuff be sure to check out other shows at unhinged sn.com check out our podcast exclusive bs sessions whenever they're posted we'll keep you guys updated about the, about those but check us out every Friday at five p.m. for new episodes of Time TVS Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us, and we hope to see you all sometime soon.